This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Hey, good morning, everybody. Today is March 27th. The year is 2023. It's great time to be alive in this crazy world. We are entering the last week of March, and uh, we are on track to have the best week ever in the agency. And right now, we just closed another 100K plus week. That's the seventh in a row. If you can do seven in a row, you can probably do eight, right? So we'll see what happens this week. Uh, So we're going to go over the leaderboard, and then Lee is going to share some of his uh, nuggets for our Monday morning. So let's go over the numbers for the week. A lot of people, we had, I believe, 16 people over 3,000, which is very good. Uh, let's see, Marsha was on top. So Marsha didn't have much free time. Eight deals, 10,859 for the week, Marsha. So what did you learn last week? I learned the uh, same thing I always learn. <laughs> Stay focused, stay positive, just ask questions. The more questions you ask, you know, that lead them to discuss with you, the, the better success you have because you're connecting better. Yep. Coach K has a couple of fatties with two deals for 89.12. So, Carrie, what did you learn? Hey, I, uh, that's some mean reversion there. Uh, you know, it's a pretty good volume the last few weeks, but it was like the, the policies were all sitting around like a thousand bucks, uh, which is great. You know, we'll take that all day, but I knew some fat ears were in there somewhere. And so I found a few there and, um, that that's basically it. So you just got to keep on swinging. So, so tell us the story about the fattiest one you found last week. What was the story there? Uh, let me remember. Um, so actually it was a gentleman that I had talked to like two weeks ago and he was, um, he was in the military. And so he was looking to replace, uh, well, the VLGI stuff that he had, uh, because he was, uh, in the military was starting to get more and more expensive. So he's looking for a, a whole life policy. And so I got him, um, mutual of Omaha, uh, IUL, uh, term life express and he got uh, approved on the spot. So that was it. That's it. Good. Then we have Kerry Wysong, six deals, 88.47. Pretty good week. So, Kerry, what did you learn last week? Hey, so last week was uh, a good example for, again, I always want to speak to the new agents. I had nothing happening for me till Thursday at the 11th hour. And so it's just happened to be people that I had been chasing and everybody knows what it feels like when you have a goose egg all the way till like Wednesday or Thursday. It does not feel good. And, um, you know, I got almost every one of those sales, I feel we're all in one afternoon. It's just how this business can be. Sometimes we try and hit it hard on Monday, but you know, some of these 
cases we have to work them and make sure you're not putting too much pressure on. So uh, some of it was that where I was kind of taking my foot off the pedal. And then finally, we're closing it up on Thursday. One last tip on that is for I'm I, I'm literally remembering on those appointments for some reason I slowed myself down I typically am a very fast talker I got the next thing I need to do and I put a little bit of heat on my appointments like I want to get it moving along um I slowed down connected a little bit more there was a bit more warmth on the phone felt on both sides and um so yeah connect with your people connect through your own personal your own style and your own personality. So that's it. That's a good week. Ben Michael Cotton, this is his best week all year with us. Uh, three deals, 59.18. Good to have him back on board. Then Tristan had another tremendous week, uh, nine deals, 58.09. He's grinding it out. I don't see him on the screen, but he had a great week. Uh, then Matt Kalanke. So Matt Kalanke, this is his all time best week. Three deals, 57.66. So, Matt, uh, what flipped for you last week? Uh, just staying on top of people that I've been talking to over the weeks, uh, just realizing that it's not going to necessarily always be a one and done. Uh, it's going to require uh, persistence, tenacity, and just because somebody didn't pick up the phone on an appointment doesn't mean they won't pick up a half an hour later. That is it. That is it. That's a good mindset. So now you're on a roll, Matt. If you can do this once, this, this uh, new high could become a new low for you. So good job there. Then John Moncress also had the best week that he had, I believe, all year. A couple of deals, 46.58 for John. So John, John uh, what flipped for you? A lot of my most recent ones have been um, people that I that went from like the first the lead batch I just got. They're a couple weeks old. Um, I just kept reaching out to them. That's it. Just follow ups. The money is in the follow ups, guys. Right. So if somebody doesn't pick up one, two, three times, that doesn't mean they're not interested. That just means you need to make more dials, right? And it's a very simple rule. If you don't know what to do. Pick up the phone and make more dials. It's simple as that. It's kind of crazy, but that's where it is. Sean Chadwell, uh, four deals, uh, 45.09 for 02 for Sean. Very steady. So, Sean, what did you learn last week? Um, just uh, keep dialing, following up, reaching back to people um, that you gave numbers to before. And um, you know, keep them moving forward. People just get busy sometimes. And if you don't give them a call back, you may not hear from them again, but they're, but then you call them and they're ready to get things going. So you just got to be good at following up. Yep. And looking at the numbers, guys, I, I was, I was looking at all these batches, right? And what happens is only around one third of your sales from the batch is going to come in the first week after the leads are distributed. Right. So let's say if you receive the leads on Monday, only one third of sales from that batch will happen this week. Those are just the numbers. Right. So don't get too discouraged saying, oh, man, this, this batch is terrible. I haven't done it. It's coming. It's coming. So two thirds after week one. Interesting stat there. 
Okay. Sean, I think Sean had all of them last week just from, from follow-ups. So it just, that's how it works. Uh, Lakin had a nice week here. A couple of deals, 44-64. So Lakin, what did you learn last week? I would say patience is a big thing. Um, one of the guys that I wrote, I had actually been working on since like February. Um, and he had went out of town for a while. So I had to get back with him when he got back from town. And then I think he's approved now, but he had signed the at city with his name. So I'm going to fix that. And then I think we're good to go on that one. So just patience. Patience. That's good. Uh, then Michael and two. So he had a goose egg the previous week. Now three deals for 44.04. So uh, Michael, what flipped for you last week? Honestly, the same thing as everybody else. My follow-ups. And well, one was dialed, but yeah, follow-ups mainly. Follow-ups, more dials, simple. No, I'm actually kind of embarrassed. I was actually supposed to write two policies on this one guy, but we had such a hard time on the first one. I totally forgot about the wife. So I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So that knows that you're really busy. Like Coach K forgot how he got a biggest fatty. Michael even forgot to do the second application. Then you know you're really busy when things like that do happen. Okay. So, so good job, Michael. Then we have Wonder Woman, another six deals, uh, 39 10 for her. Uh, Jamar, couple of deals for 38 58 I know he's not happy with it, but Jamar, share with us. This has been a journey. Enjoying the ride here. So what did you learn last week? Um, just doing the same stuff. You know, you just got to keep dialing regardless of uh, the outcome. You just got to have the same amount of dials per day. So no, just sticking to the... Uh, Sticking to the same script, you know? Consistency. Consistency gives predictability. Okay. Then we have uh, Kristen Bowden, a couple of deals, uh, 37 45. That's a nice week. Uh, Mitchell Brooks, a five deal, 36 95. All of them on bonus leads. So talk to us, Mitchell. What did you learn besides the fact that you just love bonus leads? Mm -hmm. Like everybody said, you just got to stay consistent, stay at them. Uh, I was calling ones from last week and the week prior and just, you know, caught them at the right time or set an appointment with them that actually, you know, they were actually able to show up for and just run it and, you know, just stay at them. That's it. Then um, Aliyah Jones found a very nice deal for 33.21. Then Crystal White found a fatty for 3K that she talked about last week. Then uh, Carly had a couple of deals, so 29.80. Mariana, four deals, 28.31. Louis Nelson, three deals, 26.29. Uh, Lisa Berry, three deals, 19.05. This might be, is this the best week for you, Lisa? Three deals? Sorry, I was unmuting. Yes, yes. And I was hoping to get more, but I was like super sick last week. So I didn't have a voice. <laughs> no, no voice last week and it's still doing three deals. Okay. So she's she's getting the momentum there. And then we have Preston scratched a nice one for 1527. Michael Hager had a couple for 1365. John McMillan wrote one and Maritza wrote one. So that's where we are right now. And before I just leave the leaderboard, I just wanted to show you something. I'm really proud of this. So on this dashboard here. You can see everybody from, uh, from uh, Equus. And if you just look at the last week, now they have two different leaderboards. They have the regional manager, Bay Shop, 
sales manager Bishop. Look at this guy. Who is number one last year for the sales manager Bishop? Mr. Lee Corbett, who's going to take us now to the Monday morning motivation. Lee, all yours. Awesome. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Awesome. So, so good, good morning, everyone. And I hope you all are ready for a fantastic week and closing out this final week of March. Um, and like Robert said, you, you guys have done a fantastic job over the last several weeks. Uh, let's just go with this year so far, starting off the year strong. And we're going to continue that momentum. Um, and, and, and we're going to finish the year strong. So you guys keep up the good work. Um, the training is paying off. You guys are staying diligent. So, so let's make sure we just continue to do the darn thing. Uh, it's, you, um, it's you against you. I need a screenshot, by the way. Um, it's, it's you against you. And I want you guys to always remember that as long as you're doing your personal best, always go out there and fight to do your personal best. Because if you can do that, um, you're going to find some amazing things are going to happen along this journey um, that we call here with Black Swan. Okay, so as we get ready to go into our, our, our Monday video here uh, with our guys, Zig Ziglar, I want you to remember that quote right there. You can't consistently perform in a manner which isn't, which is inconsistent with the way you see yourself. So how do you see yourself? And I hope you see yourselves in a grand light because you guys have so much potential. You guys are showing how great you can potentially be. And some of you all are going to really, really, um, you're, you're really going to um, see what you are capable of actually becoming as you continue this journey. So we're going to get started. So turn your speakers up and we're going to let Mr. Zig Ziglar have the floor consistent with the way you see yourself personally speaking let me tell you something first two and a half years i was in sales and that's where i got my professional start i was not what you'd call an overwhelming success as a matter of fact i wasn't even a whelming success <laughs> now that doesn't mean i didn't sell a lot because i did i sold my furniture sold my car <laughs> and that is reasonably close to the truth we had a very difficult time, and as time goes on, I'll share a little more about that. But then one day, I went to a meeting. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina. It was a meeting I came with an Annette's eyelash of missing because at 5.30 the next morning, when I supposed to go to that meeting, I'd been there the day before, spent the day, didn't learn a thing. Have you ever been to one of those all day, not learned a thing? I didn't. Next morning at 5.30, the alarm clock sounded off. Now, in those days, it was an alarm clock. Now, of course, I recognize it as an opportunity clock. Because if you hear it, you got an opportunity to get up and go. If you can't hear it, that might mean you done got up and gone. <laughs> well, anyhow, <laughs> you know, every day is a good day. And if you don't believe it, you just try missing one of them, all right? <laughs> so uh, opportunity clock got me out of bed, except that day it was the alarm clock. Force of habit got me up. I cracked the Venetian blinds. We were living in this luxury apartment, uh, three bedrooms, or three rooms, rather, above a grocery store, just to emphasize the luxury part of it. I looked outside, and the weather said, Ziegler, no sane human being would get up and go out there in that weather. I was driving a little Crosley automobile that didn't have a heater in it. So I did what any intelligent person would do. I lay down, and we get back in bed. But as I lay there... The words of my mother came back to me from my childhood. 
And words are so incredibly important. They change lives. As a child, she said, your word is your bond. And if your word is no good, eventually you're no good. When they had given me the job, which it took me over two months to get, they just didn't think I could sell. And the first two and a half years, all I did was prove they was about right. Uh, when they had given me the job, they had made me promise that I would attend all sales meetings and all training sessions. And in two and a half years, not only had I never missed one, I had never even been late for one. I rolled out of bed. I went to the meeting. That day changed my sales career dramatically. My hero was conducting the meeting that day. His name was P.C. Merrill. Mr. Merrill had set all of the records. He had written the training program. He was a man of absolute integrity. Now, why he chose to do this, I will never know. But when the meeting was over, there were only 21 of us there that day. But he pulled me aside and said, I want to talk with you personally. I was truly flattered. Here was a man whom I loved and trusted and respected, and he chose me out of 21. Now, why did he? I don't know. The year before, I probably had not been in the top 4,000 out of all of the salespeople in that 7,000 salesperson company. He got me aside, and it was a very short meeting. He said, Zig, I've been watching you for two and a half years. I have never seen such a waste. And I said, well, Mr. Merrill, what do you mean? He said, I believe you could be a great one. I believe you could be a national champion. I believe you could go all the way to the top. I believe that someday, if you just believed in yourself and went to work on a regular schedule, that you could, number one, be the national champion. Number two, someday you could become an executive in this company. Now, folks, you've got to understand my background. I'm the 10th of 12 children. Uh, I asked my mom one time, I said, Mom, why so many? And she said, well, son, where do you think I should have stopped? Uh, well, <clears throat> I, uh, uh, I'm glad you all have got such a great sense of humor. I might, I, I might as well tell you, when I have an inclination to laugh, you ought to do it, because if you don't, the laughter reverses itself, comes back inside, and spreads your hips. So uh, you, uh, you ought to be sure and get with the program there. Well, anyhow... As a youngster, my dad had died when I was five years old. There were six of us too young to work. We survived because we had five milk cows and a large garden. I was very small as a child. I weighed less than 120 pounds fully dressed when I entered the 12th grade in high school. I used to fight everything that moved. My dream was that someday I was going to be able to retire there in Yazoo City, Mississippi. I was going to have my own butcher shop an acre of ground on the outskirts of town so that I could have a big garden there because everybody retired at 65 and nobody had as much money then as they did before. That was my dream, the dream of a little guy from a little town. Mr. Merrill said, you could be a great one. I respected him enormously. I believed him. When I left that meeting that day, an entirely different person was driving that little car back home. I finished the year the number two salesman in America out of over 7,000 salespeople. I had the best promotion the company had to offer. The next year, I had the best promotion that was available and was the highest paid field manager in the United States. What had happened? Well, it's, it's very important you understand a couple of things. First of all, in two and a half years, 
I'd learned the sales skills. I knew how to get prospects, make appointments, handle objections, conduct demonstration, and close the sales. The salesperson was technically ready. But until the person got ready, nothing was happening. The picture you have of yourself is so important. The words my mother used on me as a child were enormously important. The words Mr. Merrill said to me were enormously important. What I want to say about words is very simple. Uh, Helen Keller, after the great Ann Sullivan had spent some time with her, her first real day of school, here's what Helen Keller wrote. I learned a great many new words that day. I do not remember what they all were, but I do know that mother and father and sister and teacher were among them. Words that were to make the world blossom for me like Aaron's rod with flowers. It would have been difficult to find a happier child than I was as I lay in my bed at the close of that eventful day and lived over the joys that it brought me and for the first time longed for a new day to come. Folks, words make such a dramatic difference. When the picture changes, then every facet of your life is also going to change. You got to be the right kind of person. You got to do the right things in order to have all that life has to offer. Now, what is that? A reasonable amount, even a large amount of the things that money will buy. Now, money is not the most important thing in life, but it is reasonably close to oxygen. So, so as we as we finish up with that video, guys, I want you guys to always remember: How do you see yourself, right? And he talks about it, right? How do you see yourself? So many of you all have blossomed over the last year and a half. Some of you are newer, haven't had a full year and a half, and some of you haven't had that two-year stretch. But I want you to understand how great you can become if you continue what you're doing, if you continue that path, if you continue to show up to training, show up to the calls, show up to the appointments, get your leads, take care of our clients. You will be surprised of who you become in that process. But you got to first see yourself. You got to first see it. You got to first believe it. You have to first believe that you can be a top producer. You got to first believe that you can help this client. I think I was talking to Jamar um, probably six months ago or so. And I asked him, you know, when you have an appointment, whether it goes this way or not, when you have an appointment, if you have 10 appointments, how many of those do you expect to close? His answer was 10. If he has 10 appointments, he expects to close 10. Now, we may not close all 10. Obviously, we know most of us aren't going to bet 1,000. But the expectation, the way I see myself, right? I see myself as a person who has the ability. I see myself as the person that's going to show up to the training, that's going to do the study, that's going to do the work so that I can become that person. I see myself closing that sale. I see myself helping that family. I see myself making sure that when that family has their darkest day, they have something they can fall back on. I had a funeral this weekend. I had to go to young lady, 22 years old. And I want you guys to remember this. When you have um, clients that are telling you, let me think about it, or when they tell you that uh, I'm going to be okay, particularly if they don't have life insurance, right? If they've got insurance, I'm not that big, I'm not that, I'm not spending it that much. But if they don't have any coverage, I want you to remember that any and every last one of us can leave at any moment. We have to understand it. We have to eat on that. We have to chew on that. Most important, we have to convey that to our 
we have to let the, we have to remind them that life is valuable, but it's also unpredictable. We never know when that time is going to be. We have to be so emphatic about that, folks, that that conviction pours from our soul because we want to help that client so badly. Because we know that just because you're healthy doesn't mean that you won't get hit by a drunk driver. Just because you're healthy doesn't mean that you won't be at a convenience store getting gas or grabbing a pack of gum and that place won't be robbed and you can't be potentially shot down. Anything can happen. We're dealing with these truckers on the road. They they see what happens. to. They see how, how disrespectful drivers are to these big rigs on the road. You guys have to remember that. You have to convey that. You have to have them help them see that sense of urgency and why their initial attempt to get life why that was the right thing to do and why it's our job to help them see it. But most importantly, guys, see yourself as a champion. See yourself as someone that can do something great. See yourself as a winner. Because if you can't see it, then you can't be it. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a fantastic week. Let's go out there and kill it. Let's finish the month of March amazingly strong. Once again, super proud of all of you. Keep up the good work. And as you know, we say we'll see you at the top. Let's make it happen.